What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. Happy New Year to everyone. We are back for the first card of the year, uh, and it was one championship. Back with their Prime Video 6 card. Um, as we know from one championship, we are getting a lot of, uh, of different things in this. We have uh, big kickboxing, Muay Thai, mixed rules even, and, and a lot of mixed martial arts as well. Obviously, I'm going to concentrate uh, on the mixed martial arts today with a look at the, the mixed rules fight uh, as well. But it's it's a fun card outside of that. If you're interested in kickboxing, there's two big kickboxing uh, bouts atop this card. Uh, Superbon Singa has taken on uh, Alazov uh, and Superlex has taken on Daniel Puertes as well. For the uh, That's for the vacant bantamweight uh, championship and the lightweight championship uh, is on the line uh, in, in the other fight I mentioned uh, there. Um, there's a few Muay Thai um, matchups on this as well. Anna Jonasak uh, is taking on, oh God, Ekaterina Vandereva, um, and, and loads more outside of that as well. Rod Tang is on this card, who uh, I'm sure a lot of MMA fans uh, came to know last year when he took on Demetrius Johnson, but I'm sure a lot of uh, uh, martial arts fans, I suppose, would, would know him outside of that. He's so exciting and very, very good to watch. Um, and Mikey Musumeci as well uh, is grappling here. And, you know, as someone who... I'm, I'm an MMA purist, if you want to put it that way. I like I like MMA, and outside of that, I'm, you know, I'm taking or leave it. But I am I'm starting to enjoy these more. I think a lot of it as well is, you know, and going into these cards, and I'm sure a lot of you are, do, are doing the same. It's like, oh, there's one championship card on... You know, maybe DJ's fighting, maybe, you know, uh, Angela Lee is, is fighting or something like that. I'll go on and watch it. And then there's a kickboxing match or a Muay Thai match or a jiu-jitsu match on uh, before or after it. And you just happen to watch it. And it's enjoyable. Like, it really, really is. I'm, that's one thing I must say that I've been surprised with, I think, for one championship. That I've actually enjoyed the other aspects of, mixed, of uh, martial arts. A lot more in, I'd say, the last year than I have in a long time. I remember when I started getting into MMA, um, I, I watched a lot of them. I watched a lot of kickboxing. I watched a lot of uh, a lot of grappling, especially as well. Uh, and uh, you know, kind of coming away up in, in the old media journey. But it's a thing that I've kind of left by the wayside. And look, I think a lot of people probably have just because there's there's so much MMA. <laughs> it's impossible to get up. Like I was thinking about it there uh, over the over the the holiday period. I was doing my recap. I probably missed one of them, but like UFC. Cage Warriors, uh, one championship, PFL, Bellator. Like, I've watched, probably, I'd say maybe, I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch New Year's Eve card. I'm like, I hate New Year's Eve cards. I think it's the worst time to have a card. But apart from those, I think I saw every card for all of those promotions all year. Now, I mightn't have seen every fight. I mightn't have got in for every prelim, but that's a lot of fights. That's a lot of Friday, Saturday nights. And, you know, with PFL as well, sometimes Windsor, Thursday, whatever it is. That's a lot of time to be putting into MMA. And, and you know, I'm covering it, so it's grand for me. But I'm sure a lot of the people just watching it as, um, you know, casual fans, but it, as the hardcore fans as well, it's a lot of time. And to be able to devote some of that time to kickboxing or, or, uh, or grappling as well, unless you do it yourself, is probably is probably a no-go. So the fact that one championship put it on their cards, it makes it a little bit easier and it makes it a little bit more, I suppose, palatable to uh, to, to the fan who wants to catch a bit of that. So that's, a, that's great and I've enjoyed it. I'm interested to see, actually, just as we kind of look ahead to the year, I suppose, here, uh, the one lump and E cards are coming up uh, as well here and it's going to be a lot of, uh, I think that's all striking and stuff as well. So... 
that's probably like those are probably ones that I, I say a lot of MMA fans maybe won't be watching or maybe avoid or maybe do watch one and then they get into it and they continue. I'm I'm sure that's what one championship will be trying to to do here. Uh, so far, it seems on their um, um, it seems on their rota, it's all one on Prime Video cards this year. So last year they were doing a numbered card with a one on Prime Video card. Um, which I absolutely love, to be honest, when it was timed right. I really, really liked it. I think, I honestly, I think they should go back to that. No, will they go back to that? It doesn't look like they're doing that, but the start of last year, they didn't do that either because the one, uh, the one on Prime came in. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think one are kind of at a stage at the moment where they're kind of moving everything around. They're getting things settled. They're getting things kind of set up, I suppose, uh, as they go to America and as this... Uh, uh, this uh, prime um, adventure, I suppose, continues. So it's, I think it's very, very interesting, and we'll we'll see, I suppose, where it goes over the next year or so. Um, but first of all, one on, on Prime Six is uh, is an interesting card, and I, I'm going to talk about some of the, the the mixed martial arts bouts on it right now. Do you know what? I, I, before I get into the mixed martial arts bout, let's talk about the uh, the mixed rules match between um, Nong Stamp Fairtex and uh, Anissa Mixon. Um, so. I, uh, anyone who, who listens to my uh, one championship previews knows I'm a big fan of Stamp. I love her style, her attitude, her, the fact that like she came over from the Muay Thai, started knocking people out, then started you know, getting a couple of submissions. Looks really, really good. Now, obviously she came in there and she lost to, uh, to Angela Lee. Her last performance I don't think was the best performance in the world, but I think she will get back to the very, very top in mixed martial arts. Um, and I, I think she'll eventually win a title. She's still young, still young in the sport as well uh, in terms of the amount of fights she's had. And uh, she's had. And I think it's very interesting to see uh, her journey and where she goes. And I think it's very interesting the fact that one championship are putting one of their big prospects who seems to have turned into a name and some pe- uh, and pe- uh, a name that people, you know, are looking forward and 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 uh, wanting to watch in MMA and I think it's interesting they're putting her into a match like this like Demetrius a little bit different or Rod Tang they've had their careers now at this stage and everything that they're doing is is great it's a bonus I suppose but it's it's not like you're adjusting your uh, your game in terms of how you're learning that game Obviously, you have to adjust your game, but in in terms of on the way up and putting it all together, whereas you could not say the same for for Stamp uh, Stamp Nong here. So, I, I think that's an interesting thing. I, I don't know whether I like it or I don't like it. What I do know is I like the fight, so I'm not going to give out about it uh, at all. Um, and it's not I wouldn't give out about it anyway. But I I think it's an interesting thing. Like <coughs> if you're if you're a fighter, if you're a gym, if you're a coach, like <coughs> as I talked today, if if you're one of those people. I'm sure there's a thought in this, right? It's fun. It's a good challenge. Um, you're, I'm sure you're earning a good bit of money out of it. But is it the right decision to make for your career and your future? Um, that's. I think that's an interesting thing for the fighter, the coach, and all to, to do. And that, that's why I think like there hasn't been many of these. I think this is only the second one in recent times. Anyway, I would like to see more. As I was talking to uh, my guy, uh, my guy Harry Williams, who's uh, working with one championship at the moment there yesterday, and uh, you know he was kind of saying, "Oh yeah, there's a few different people interested in doing it." And I was like, "I'd love to see two MMA fighters doing it." Now we have here uh, Meskin, who is um, a Muay Thai fighter against Stamp, who used to be a Muay Thai, absolutely, but is MMA now. I would love to see. 
you know, Saldich going in there against another MMA fighter or two, whoever it might be, two MMA fighters fighting the mixed rules. I think when it is the mixed rules and it is one Muay Thai fighter and one MMA fighter, you kind of know what's happening. You know, one is waiting for the second round and all that. We'll talk about that now more in a second, I suppose, but I'd love to see two, um, two MMA fighters out. Anyway, let's talk about it. The fight itself. So... It's actually it's, it's hard to find the rules of this, but I think what it is, I asked two people and they both, both said the same. So four three-minute rounds, first round Mai Tai, second round MMA, third round Mai Tai, fourth round MMA. So it's this is a very different one from the Rod Tang Demetrius one, I think, where it was Demetrius fighting and fighting hard, but uh, also the second you knew it was going to the second round, Demetrius is probably going to take him down and submit him or beat him, uh, you know, in, in that round. I think this is a little bit different in that, like, I feel like, and especially after watching Stamp in her last fight, I feel like it's not going to be one of those ones where the second it gets to the second round, Stamp is going to be going for takedowns and going to be <laughs> trying to take uh, Anissa Mexen down. I, 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 maybe I'm wrong. No, maybe I'm wrong. And she, no, she would be smart to do that. And 100% I could be wrong. But I just, I just, that's my feeling, and I'll get into how they fight and, and their uh, the, the way they fight and, and stuff here in, in a second. That's kind of just the way I feel uh, about that matchup now as, as we uh, look at it here a week out or so. Um, I, I I think the first round is going to be very interesting because the first round is my tie, right? And you're thinking, okay, Stamp is an MMA fighter and she's fighting Anissa Mixon, but Stamp has loads of experience Muay Thai, fought a good bit of kickboxing. I was watching her, her uh, fights there yesterday uh, in uh, in the stand-up arts. And do you know the one thing I would say is Stamp fights very differently as a Muay Thai practitioner as she does an MMA fighter. Very, very differently. Much slower, much more trying to be much more precise and everything like that. And I think it's very, very interesting to see how that uh, works out. So I suppose to, to get into their games here a second, and we'll talk more about the fight. Um, first on, on Mexin, she's never fought in MMA as far as I know. Um, apparently she's six years of judo training, which I'm sure, look, uh, it'll help. Anything will help in this sort of uh, uh, occasion. Uh, but very good Muay Thai fighter, extremely accurate her jab is unbelievable. Her lead head kick is really good. Extremely quick uh, leg kicks. She opens up. Ki- her kicks open up punches. That'd be the one thing you'd say about her. She throws lots of kicks uh, everywhere, especially the legs, and it opens up her punches. That left hook is absolutely amazing. Um, she's And she's at her best when someone, someone stands back and lets her attack. Now, when I talk about uh, Stamp fighting a slower game in the stand-up realm as opposed to uh, the stand-up in MMA, I don't think that plays well against Mexen. So that first round, I think, is going to be very, very interesting. If Stamp fights the way she fights in Muay Thai and kickboxing, where it's more of a steady back foot start the game, that'll play right into Mexen's hands. Right into Mexen's hands. And I suppose then, the, the you know, is the case is, can she knock her out in the first round? I suppose we'll see. But Stamp, as I said, a lot slower by design uh, in Muay Thai, but a lot about power as well. And it's not like, it's weird. I, I, I was thinking about how I'll explain this, but I don't think it's about like knockout power. But instead of just like landing, her Mai Tai shots are all about landing with power. It's almost as if, you know, there's a there's a, a heat meter in all of them and you, you get more points for landing more power. 
and you should in, in mixed martial arts. But you know what I mean? Her, her kicks to the body are absolutely vicious when she's fighting in Muay Thai. Very good at landing the right hand. Especially, do you know one thing as well? Uh, watching her in a, a couple of Muay Thai fights, she's, very, she's longer than you think as well. And she can reach in and hit people with that straight right as they get away, which would be very interesting here against Mexican if she's going forward and trying to get away from her. Very fast leg kicks. Now, in MMA, it'd be interesting to see. Look, she's confident that for back. We've seen that. She, she's a very good athlete. That's the one thing you'd say about Stamp as well. Such a good athlete. She almost strangled Rito Fogat uh, before armbarring her. So she has submissions. She has the ability to finish the fight on the ground, which could be very big trouble for Mexican uh, if it goes there. Now, the fight, as I said, how it'll play out. The first round, I think it's going to be... A slower pace stamp and Mexican coming onto her and trying to knock her out. I really do. Now, Mexican is, is very accurate. She hits hard, but she doesn't have loads of knockouts. She's not the biggest knockout artist in the world. And she's not in here fighting, you know, an MMA fighter who's doing Mai Tai for the first time. So, I, I, I like, I, I, do think, I do think Stamp will get through that. The most interesting uh, round as I said is the second round because like will it be go straight across the cage which you think it should be right for an MMA fighter um, I, I just and maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm absolutely wrong now um, I don't think she will I just don't think she will and that to me changes the whole dynamic of the fight if she goes straight across the cage tries to take her down and does take her down look she'd probably submit her I would say It'll depend on on Anissa as well how good her uh, her judo game is I suppose and how good her takedown defense is. It'll all depend on that absolutely. But if she can take her down, uh, that could be the end of it. But if she can, or it, it, not even if she can, if she chooses not to, it's a very different ball game from them because you're probably talking about four rounds. You're probably talking about a decision. Or you're probably talking about someone taking a lot of damage there, and. Uh, <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting, very very interesting. Because if you think about it as well, it's three. What, three, four minute rounds, so 12, 12, sorry, four, three minute rounds, so 12 minutes uh, altogether, which is less than a MMA fight, obviously. So I'd be interested to see, the, I, I'm very interested to see the pace. I, uh, that's one thing I, when I watch these uh, MMA or kickboxing about, and I, or um, uh, might I about, sorry, uh, it's the lint of the rounds and their ability to go harder in them is one thing I find them astonishing, especially later on. Um, and I think the fact that mm, the mixed rules makes you fight harder earlier actually changes that dynamic too. And it's a thing, obviously, we've only seen twice, so we don't we don't know the right tactics, I suppose, yet. Well, Demetrius went out and showed us the right tactics, I suppose, but the, the right long-term tactics. I'm very interested, I said, in this fight. Uh, I'll give my predictions for the fights. I, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to... Mm, uh, do you know what? Do you know what? I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to go for. I'm going to I'm going to go for Mixon. I'm going to go for Mexican to win the decision. I think Stamp will stand with her. And uh, I think Mexican's a better uh, a better stand-up fighter. So I'm going to go with Anissa Mexican. Which you shouldn't really in a, in a mixed martial arts, uh, half a mixed martial arts boat. But, like, this could be the case as well. As Maybe I'll change my pick here. But, like, what if you get to the fourth round and you're three rounds down your Stamp and you've stood for, you know, the whole three rounds, obviously, two of them having to... Do you change it up and go for the submission then or try to get the fight to the ground then? Uh, again, again, if you're smart and you're fighting the right game plan, yes. But is Stamp going to do that? I, I don't know. I feel like no. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. I'm going to go with, with, uh, with Mixon. Right, let's move on to the, the next couple of fights here. Uh, Aung Lan Asang 
is fighting uh, Gilberto Galvao. Um, as we saw, Aung last time out beat uh, Yushin Okami uh, and looked good, you know. But the fight before that was an interesting one. He fought Big Dash, got taken down immediately. We know, we know, we know, we know about Aung Lasang. He's been around for a long time. He's a good guillotine, very accurate striker, great uppercut. That's straight right, he calls it the steel pipe. Uh, that's his main weapon, a beautiful shot. I've uh, been throwing a lot more kicks recently. Um, <sighs> fights at a bit of a slower pace than he used to before, and I think that is because of that <laughs> that big steel pipe, that big weapon he has. Um, he When he throws too much, though, he does get taken down at times, and as we saw against Big Dash, that was an issue for him, but he never gives up on the ground. He carries a lot of power late as well. Find Gilberto Galvao here, hasn't fought in four years, and watching him, he's an absolute bear of a man. Now, haven't I didn't look up his Instagram or anything like that here, but I, if he's carrying the same sort of power, if he's carrying the same sort of, um, of muscle... This will be a very, very interesting fight. He's so strong. Absolutely throws people around. BJJ Black Belt. He he throws these big... It's funny, right? I've never seen a fighter actually... Well, I suppose I have a bit, but... He throws these big winging punches, right? Just these, you know, Paddy Pimblet type of punches. But then he throws straight punches right down the middle and they look phenomenal. And you're thinking... And they hurt people and they have power on them. You're thinking to yourself, he's throwing these big winging hooks. And if one of them land, okay, you could knock someone out. But they take away his gas tank and they're not half as good as the straight punches. Like, why is he throwing them? Why is he throwing them? Like, I think he's one of these guys. If he comes out and, and like, goes straight down the middle and throws a jab and throws uh, a right hand behind it or a left hand behind it, depending on which, uh, which stance he's standing at that second, he'll knock people out. He'll knock a lot of people out with that power. He's serious power. And if he doesn't, he'll move you back, push you against the cage and take you down because he's really good body locks and stuff like that. Look, the issue with him with that much muscle as well, and I've seen it, and it's not just because of the muscle, because sometimes that's overplayed, but you look at his fights and he does he does gas out, he does get tired, and with four years away, that'll be interesting. Look, I think for Aung song, it's, you do two things here, right? You don't get taken down, or you do get taken down, and you survive. And you survive, and you survive, and you survive, until Galvao gets tired, and then you release the big shots, and I try to knock him out. Um... Will Aung Lasang get, get submitted uh, early in this fight? Uh, I don't know. It's it's an interesting one. Like, he is getting on now as well, 37 years of age, and he's had, what, over 40 fights at at this stage. Like, he he got choked up with Rene de Ritter back in, in 2020, but before that, like, he has, has he ever been back in 2012? So, like, it's a long time. He's not a guy who gets... Uh, who gets choked out or anything like that uh, very often, or gets uh, you know gets submitted a few times, obviously in his career, early days and things. But uh, I'm very interested to see how how this fight goes early. I, I find it hard. I find it very hard to predict. Look, I I, I think Alva will get a takedown early, but. As I said as well, and I must not forget here in my notes, Alan Song is very good at surviving those sort of um, moments, and I think. He can survive and he will survive, and I do think Galvao will get tired. Um, and because Alan Song takes the f- power late, uh, I think I might win him the fight. So I'm going to go for Alan Song in that one. Maybe like a third round stoppage or something like that. There you go. There you go. The next uh, couple of fights in are, are, are interesting. Um, Gary Tonin is back here after losing to, to Tan Lee for the championship. Uh, he's fighting Johnny Nunes. Now. <coughs> 
Very interesting watching Johnny Nunes. Um, has a fought since 2019. Uh, NCAA wrestler. Um, not great off his back and can be taken down. I watched a couple of fights he was taken down. Very muscular, very strong. Um, I don't know how to put this, but terrible striking is in my notes here now. It's three years since he fought. Four years nearly. Maybe he's improved an awful lot. Maybe it's a, a lot different, but at the time watching him back in 2018, 2019, just lunges in and tries to fall into takedowns. Absolutely no striking at all. Just really bad. Um, and he's one of those fighters. I'm, I'm, I don't I don't want to be harsh. I, I don't like saying bad things about MMA fighters at all. Oh, might to say it, but I, I couldn't see anything good about him. Like... Even when he got got fights to the ground, not massive ground. At times, you know, at times, not massive ground amount. Not a, not the best wrestler in the world in MMA. Bad striker, bad off his back. Not great jujitsu, but he's had a lot of time to improve. Right, a lot of time to improve. Gary Tonin on the other side, then is the exact opposite. If you, I, 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 I was thinking about it. If you didn't know who Gary Tonin was in terms of uh, a jujitsu player, you, you think this guy is just a really good top prospect MMA fighter, a very good striker. You know, obviously he goes for, you'd know he was good at jiu-jitsu, he goes for uh, the old ankle locks and he tries to pull guard and stuff like that. But he's striking, is very good fighting out of southpaw, but varied switches, stances, moves around an awful lot, makes it hard for you to hit him. You know, obviously, as I said, he fought Tan Lee last time. Tan Lee is one of the best uh, in the world or in, in that division. Honest, and I, I truly believe that. He's right up there. Uh, and he knocked him on one of the best knockouts of, of 2022 uh, in a very unfortunate way. And it shows, like, you can't do that sort of jiu-jitsu in MMA. I think, you know, I've been saying that for years and people are, I think, finally starting to listen. But anyway, um, but that doesn't mean he's not a good fighter. He lost to a very, very good fighter, what, six, seven fights into his career. I think this will be an easy night for him. Honestly, I, I think, um, look, his jiu-jitsu got him knocked out the last time. And I think his jiu-jitsu will get him a knockout this time. I think he's going to land big shots. Like, what, what's Jalun is going to do? Take him down? Well, best of luck with that. Best of luck with that. Um, and I think Tonin is a far superior striker. So, uh, yeah. Gary Tonin via knockout on the feet here? I, honestly, okay, maybe he'll be able to get a takedown. Maybe uh, Nunes will go for a takedown. Maybe he'll be able to pull guard and he'll, he'll be a submission. And, look, that's, that's likely, I would say, uh, knowing what, what Gary Tonin is. I don't know, but just watching these two fighters and the way they fight, I think Tonin should just keep it standing, and uh, I think he'll knock him out. I really, really do. So that's my prediction, Gary Tonin knockout. Uh, and the last MMA fight in in this card is uh, my guy, uh, Kim Shea Wong, uh, against Shoko Sato. Um, I, I, you know, anyone who, who listens to these previews as well, uh, know I'm a fan of Kim. I love the way he fights, solid jab and footwork. Great head movement, powerful right hand. He slept uh, Martin Wayne. Uh, it can be taken down, um, and that's, I suppose, his biggest issue, but he's unbelievable counter power. And he's a guy who, you know, he baits you. He baits you. He'll just wait in the pocket and wait. Not even in the pocket, a step inside the pocket. And like, come on, hit me, hit me, hit me, boom. And you're knocked out. Next thing you're waking up, seeing lights, you know? That's the type of fighter that Kim Jae Wong is. Now, Shoko Sato is uh, a similarly um, intelligent type of fighter, I would say. Not a similar fighter, but a similarly intelligent. He's more rangy and more of a back foot fighter. He, 
Do you know what? He, one thing he does that I, I love, he acts like he's fighting you all the time just to kind of draw you in. So both of these guys, that's the similarity I drew between them. They love drawing people in. Like, give him a false sense of security. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. I'm here. And then, boom. He moves very quickly and throws... Like, he, it's funny. He throws soft and soft. And not too soft. Like, maybe 30% or something like that. Throws, throws, throws. And then, boom, 100%. Really hard. It's funny. And, like... Uh, Kim is a little bit different He doesn't throw a lot of You know I guarantee you If you put their numbers together I think Sato would pay Five times the amount of numbers But the power numbers Are probably very similar In terms of the 100% power numbers Because They both love to unleash That big shot And I, I It makes for an exciting fight um, he, the, the one thing with Sato He can't get countered When he's going slower You know when he's Throwing those lots of shots And that's the difference Between Kim Is he doesn't really get hit that much throwing. He might get hit a bit or taken down a bit when he puts himself in that position to that that's that you wouldn't normally like to be in, I suppose. But he isn't a guy who gets hit thrown unless it's one of the big shots. Whereas Sato is. Now who'll win that battle? Honestly, this is a fight I I, I really don't know who'll win. Um someone's gonna land a bigger shot and get put away, I think. And if they don't, it could be a very, very close uh 15 minutes for that reason because i think both of them are really intelligent it could be a very close 15 minutes and for that reason i'll go with sato i'll be interested maybe for the betting show when it comes out i'm regarding this a good bit before the betting show will come out to see the lines now if the lines are a lot different um <laughs> we'll see maybe i'll adjust that big so i'll tune into the betting show for that but i'm i'm gonna go for sato i'm gonna go for sato as a big guy really looking forward to this fight i think it's going to be a very intelligent fight um it could be one that has a big knockout, but it also could be just, you know, 15 minutes on the edge of your seat waiting for it as well. And uh, that's uh, that's always fun. That's always fun. All right, that is it for the uh, the MMA on this uh, card. Obviously, there's a, a good bit of a Mai Tai and, and, and stuff like that as well. My guy, Mikey, Mikey Musumeci and the old, uh, the old grappling as well. So uh, a lot for everyone to start off the year. Um, appreciate everyone. Uh, tune into my stuff over the holiday period and all the last year and going into this year as well uh, couldn't do it without you so thanks very much um, if you want to leave a comment if you want to give a like let me know what you think and uh, yeah I'll leave it there I'll be back obviously with more videos this week next week and uh, into the year of 2023 I'll leave it there my name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com and I'll see you all next time <laughs>